Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Maybe Next Year, a podcast with large banging noises in the background. My name is Frank. I'm Scott. I'm Paul. What, what's going on over there, Scott? Yeah, the, that was, that was, Ken, Dorsey. To, that was Ken Dorsey trying to get a, a job. Hitting, it's hitting the, that's the sound of the door hitting Ken Dorsey on the way out. Oh, that's awful. I was going to oh. say I'm slamming his headset on the ground, but that works too. Banging the desk. Uh, yes, we are doing a quicker pod than we had would normally think to do obviously uh you know i don't know how much i can stomach to talk about this this game again against denver but there is big news in the in the uh in the firing of ken dorsey and the elevation of of uh joe brady um i I wanted to say joe kelly but that's not right and it's definitely not jim i wanted to say joe moore so i feel like If he if, if this is like um this is like uh, what should we call it fight club he goes out and wins on Sunday then he becomes through that he becomes Joe Brady until then he's just right. he's just uh, it we are all um Greg Paulson or whatever yeah, Robert the guy's Paulson name. Robert Paulson thank you all right uh what was I gonna say uh anyway we're gonna talk about that we could I'm sure we'll talk briefly about the game and the fallout and maybe even touch on the injuries and the Bills and where they are. But I want to they, ask Frank a question. Yeah, Ooh, good. Let's go. Frank, was it a good idea to fire Ken Dorsey? I, I feel like I have to say yes or no, and I shouldn't say yes, but... Um, but yeah, that's I, that's what I'm trying to get you to. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yes, it ultimately was a good idea to fire Ken Dorsey. Okay. Paul, was it a good idea to fire Ken Dorsey? Yes. All right. I agree. So we're all on the same page that that was good. Frank, do you have any other thoughts about things that need to change on the bills right now? Yes, I do. I thank you for asking. And it ties into my feelings on, on, on Ken Dorsey. Um, I believe, and there is time to prove me wrong on this. I believe that largely Ken Dorsey uh, was doing things at the behest of Sean McDermott, who has largely had this protect Josh Allen from himself don't turn the ball over attitude. And I think that Ken Dorsey ultimately was uh, complicit or, or in that sort of offensive scheme. Um, and I think that unless Sean McDermott has well and truly done a 180 on what a good offense is, uh, this is going to continue to be a problem. And ultimately, Sean McDermott should also be let go. And I feel like you should do that sooner rather than later. Uh, because I feel like we shouldn't fuck around when we have a good team and players under contract. Should it be and this season? Is that what you're saying? I think if they miss the playoffs, I would fire Sean McDermott. Okay. So I, once I, we are out of the playoffs, he is done. Yes. Yeah. I think if they make the playoffs, I got to think there there's some caveats with how poorly the, not poorly, how beat up the defense is, but ultimately his job should be contingent on whether he plans to take offense seriously or not, because there are a lot of red flags, which we can get to after you've kind of gone to, to Paul on this. Paul. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you need to go. Uh, there's no doubt when you look at the talent on the offensive side of the ball, that it wasn't being utilized properly. You have a lot of foot, people who know football better than we do commenting that this is one of the easiest offenses to prepare for, that they didn't do a lot of fancy wrinkles. It was very basic uh, and that they really weren't utilizing their 
their players are the, you know, their fullest skill set. So I think there's been a lot of pushback after Monday's game when the execution was just so terrible to be like, well, can you really blame that on the offensive coordinator? Not four turnovers. No, those turnovers are pretty much on the, on the players exclusively, but this is, this is an offense that I don't want to go as far as Lars went on, on X and say they're, they're going to put up 30 a game. I just don't think that's the NFL this year. I know no one's really doing that, but the fact that it's been two months since they've put up 30 points that's concerning with the amount of talent that you have there, especially because it's not like they just went through a, a gamut of top defenses. I mean, they just played a team that, that allowed the Dolphins to get 70 on them. Yes, I know they played better. And yes, I know the Broncos beat the Chiefs. But you know what the Chiefs and Dolphins do is occasionally they beat bad teams or they beat them very well. You know, the, it's one thing to to underreact by noting, OK, well, you know, every team lays an egg now and then. But the team has been laying eggs for two months They've got yeah. their wins are ones they've gotten away with. Yeah. Uh, and I, I put a lot of that on the offense. I'm not going to go as far as Frank and I, I you can go to Scott now because I don't want to go too far. I don't want to say this is a make or break season for McDermott though. So I'll just leave it at that. For okay. now. I will, I, I will say this. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I'm in favor of Dorsey being out. I think the offense, I, as far as I could tell, it seemed too predictable. I could just see it in the, in the kind of turnovers that Allen was learning. It's been four or five times this year that I've seen Allen, I swear it's like he feels like it's second and 10 or third and 10. And he tries to fit in a nine route to the, to the, to the far wide receiver in a cover two. And he gets picked off because they're, 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 they're playing it they They know what's coming. They're waiting for he him to try gets, and make that. He also got picked off on that play because Hardy ran, ran a terribly lazy route. It he, was a bad route. Yeah. It was, a, But yes, it, it's like, why are we throwing it there? Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Like th- there has to be more options. And that's why I think some of the turnovers can be on Dorsey, because when you don't draw a terribly innovative system, what you're doing is you're plating, you're putting more pressure on Josh Allen to basically like the Cincinnati, the throw against Cincinnati, where he has to, you know, it's a perfect throw, a laser over one defender and in front of another one, because that's the guy who is closest to being open. And it's just, you're not scheming people open. So I put that on Dorsey. And I also think the bigger criticism of Dorsey is that he hasn't been able to work with Allen to improve on the turnovers. Because I think everyone would, even the people who are the biggest, this is McDermott's fault. This is what it is. You know, the offense is fine. People would say the turnovers are the problem. That is why they are not scoring as many points as they should. All of the other advanced stats, which kind of devalue turnovers and look at things on an average play basis. So like, you know, yeah, like EPA works fine when one of those plays isn't a turnover. But if 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 one out of every seven plays or ten plays is turnover, it doesn't matter how good the other plays are. Yeah, or um, if you're or if you're playing from behind, EPA is not very helpful because it's you're getting these big chunk plays when it's not impactful. Yeah, exactly. So it's so the so the point is is that Dorsey wasn't able to talk to Allen enough to to figure out these kind of things because when I see Allen just drop the ball on a handoff, that's just someone who is not focused and in in line with what's going on, and that's on the it's on the offensive coordinator. It's also on the quarterback's coach, which is a separate problem that we'll get to in a second. But I I'm interested in in pulling the thread on Frank's point here um, on McDermott broadly. What <laughs> Does McDermott deserve credit for the defensive performance this year? And do you believe that we risk failures on the defense? Should we try and go out and get another coach? Because we cannot find a perfect, there is no perfect coach that's going to be available probably on the open market come December or January. 
I good question. Um, I think that I am comfortable with McDermott if he lets the offense go right. Like, I, I, I mean, I'm largely paraphrasing, more, paraphrasing Warren Sharp's article here, where I think that the two years Dable was uh, in charge of the offense were their two best years. You know, and they and they they by by far, but there was evidence that it was it was retreating and turtling. I really think that since 13 seconds, they have tried to have this ball control running offense. And it's because they don't want Josh Allen to run the ball and they're afraid of it and they don't want him hurt. I've said to you guys before, like, I'm not interested in six years of Josh Allen light. I feel like his offensive play style creates things and is best utilized when you utilize all the things that he can do. And they've really just tried to like make him a pocket passer. And it's frustrating when he has 15, 20 yards like earlier in the season, there were times he had huge chunks of yards in front of him and he's trying and he's throwing the ball. Now, if you make the completion, okay, but also it changes how the defense plays. If you take that 15 or 20 yards that time, because and then and then slide. Nobody doesn't want. We all want him to slide. That's fine. But like, take those yards. Then they have to start thinking about spying you. That opens up things for Gabe Davis. I think Gabe Davis is suffering from the idea that basically Ken Dorsey has looked at him and said, "Yeah, go long." Like that's his job. Is like you, you're Emmanuel Sanders now, and he's not Emmanuel Sanders. He was never supposed to be Emmanuel Sanders. You know, one of the things I bring I'm, when you talk about. Um, Turnover, Scott. It's I don't really like turnover worthy plays. I think it's probably way too subjective. But apparently, Josh Allen is at the bottom of turnover worthy plays this year. He's actually not making terrible decisions with the football in comparison to other people. He, there's there are people saying he's had terrible luck with some of his interceptions, all of the one with Gabe Davis, you know. But yeah, I, I, certainly that's some of it. I feel like the James Cook fumble is is a an example of you know, bad. And the Dalton Kincaid one before that, like the Dalton Kincaid, like he's in the air trying to get the extra yards and the guy's standing right next to him. There was not a lot he could do in that spot to protect the ball. What bothers me about McDermott, let me just bring up the red flags. Okay. This is what concerns me. I feel like Brian Dable leaving and apparently that being contentious when he left is dismissible by itself. But Leslie Fraser essentially walking off the job with no explanation was like another kind of weird red flag. And now a third coordinator has gone. And the bigger issue for with, with Dorsey is it hasn't looked like the team. It doesn't, it looks, it looks all like a defensive coach who felt like he wanted to control the football. Doesn't let anybody off the leash until they're down. And if that's the attitude, that's not really going to work. And it, and, it, and it ties in with he seems to fucking hate running backs because he benches running backs left and right. And it's not just, you know, taking James Cook, the best running back on the field yet yeah, on Monday night off for a quarter. Where was, you know, you, you can talk about by losing this ridiculous field goal at the end. What happens if you just look at James Cook and say, hey, I believe in you. Go out there and protect the football better. And he goes and runs angry straight away. Because that first play was really good until the fumble. It was a great pickup. I don't believe this bullshit like, 
like James Cook was out to prove something and that's why he ran better. I believe James Cook was in a good spot to run the football because Denver's awful at run defense and they took him off the field. And that pairs up with taking Zach Moss off the field and taking Devin Singletary off the field. And, you know, Guys just disappear for a quarter if they're not protecting the football. Unless your name is Gabe Davis, or unless your name is Dalton Kincaid, or unless your name is Josh Allen, who, God bless him, is in fact the biggest offender for turning the ball over on the team. We only seem to bench running backs. And it's very, it's very selective, and it's it, it's it, it strikes me as petty and stupid, and it you're not treat, treating these people as grown men. So to me, that is a red flag about, do they really like him? Is Are we fr- are the players now frustrated with Sean McDermott? Because if, if the offense feels like they're being held back by the decisions and Ken Dorsey was really just the messenger, then it's not going to get better under McDermott unless he really sort of changes. And there, and, and honestly, since that, Chiefs loss, they have been going back towards not promoting the offense. The last time they got a receiver of any value was Steph Diggs, and it was only because they could barely score any points at all. Oh, you know, it's been a first round pick on a tight end this year, but okay. But, he, um, but he's not a wide receiver. That's a well, possession middle. No, that's but he was possession. the best receiver available. They missed the wide receiver run. He was the best receiver available. But do you really, you're done, it? Paul. <laughs> Bullshit. I, uh, yeah, one, one thing I want to correct a bit on, on what Frank noted with the bad fumble luck for James Cook. He also had the greatest fumble luck in the world on the last <laughs> drive. That was, that was absurd where he drops a ball and it bounces back up for him and he runs back. In stride. Back. Yeah. In stride. In stride. Speed. Right. So I don't, I want to talk about bad fumble luck with James Cook. Uh, and yeah, we, we were, I'm also opposite of Frank on the, on the Cook thing. And then I'll make sure I'm addressing uh, Scott's questions about the defensive coordinator, about McDermott uh, and everything else that's going on. So, you know, sometimes, yeah, I, I get where Frank's coming from. And absolutely, sometimes it's good to put a guy right back out on the field. But there's also a matter of, you know, you're in a situation where you've won a, a coin toss. You've decided to take the ball, which they have not done all year, and establish what you're doing on offense. And you, <laughs> first scripted play of the game is going to you, and you put the ball on the ground. I mean, that's a that's a problem. And sometimes young players need to learn by sitting on the bench. And unlike the the unbenchables uh, that were mentioned, like Kincaid, uh, Gabe Davis, uh, Josh Allen, who are you playing behind those guys? Like you can get Latavius Murray out there, and he was averaging over nine yards a carry when they put him out there. So I had no problem with with them utilizing him in the first quarter. All right, I'm done on Cook. On the defensive questions that Scott had initially posed here. I think that this defense would – I think this defense has functioned extremely high with Sean McDermott running the show. I think that has also probably hurt some of what he's doing on the head coaching front uh, because this seems to have drifted yes. so, so far from where it was before. I don't think these are fireball at the end of the season offenses because I don't think you can discard the first his first six seasons as the coach of this team, which have been – highly successful. Even the one non-playoff season in there was, okay, we need to develop our first-round quarterback sort of season in 2018. 
So I, I can look back at the Bills and say they had a great run from '98 or from '88 to '93. You know, six straight years of the the playoffs, like five, four division, five division titles in there, four Super Bowl runs, and then they had a down season in '94, went seven and nine and missed the playoffs. But then they were back at it in '95. So I have to look at the bigger scope of things and say I think McDermott has struggled this year as a head coach. I think he's done very well as a defensive coordinator. I don't think you can replace him with a better coach in the offseason anyway. Uh, in addition to, you know, all the um, you know, the fact that then you have to get probably an entirely new coaching staff. Uh you'll need a new defensive coordinator, you'll need a new offensive coordinator. So there's a lot that's up in the air right now, but I don't think I'm ready to, you know, say a bad season so far of Sean McDermott coaching or a bad five ace of a season or whatever so that we've played so far is to me not worth it to get rid of it. So I, I keep him, I keep the defense flowing the way it's been flowing. Uh, hopefully they get some talent back and yeah, we're going to see how this thing goes. Yeah. I think I think I'm more in Paul's school, but I think, I think Frank makes a lot of good points in terms of like, you know, especially in the modern NFL, you, you don't win as much with defense. You, you win by scoring points more. Um, and I think, the concerning thing is, is that, yeah, we have kind of seemed like the whole team has seemed like it's a bit of a hangover from 13 seconds. And, and I, and we've been saying that for a couple of weeks now. And I think the, the, the challenge is, yeah, like it is a bit of a reset to restart it with, with somebody else, but at the same time, the defense is stacked right now. The defense has like a ton of good players on the defense. Many of them are injured, unfortunately for this season. And why, if we gave McDermott another shot to kind of win with what might be called a balanced good offense and good defense kind of structure next year, but people were healthy. I think I'd be okay with that. But honestly, if, if, if we don't make the playoffs this year and we end five and 11, I would not be terribly, I would not be, I would not be crying out for vengeance should McDermott get sacked either. Cause I'm just not sure that he's like his, his skills are not what this team needs probably. Like he's good at taking a, a 50% defense and making them a 90% defense. But ultimately like if part of that, equation is your offense gets 10%, 25% worse. I'm not sure that's worth the the deal. Um, but I want to talk about what, what next right now. Uh, let's go back to, let's go back to Paul. Frank's right. had, had to go back Ooh. first here. What, <laughs> Paul, what do you expect now going forward? And you can talk about this Jets game, but you can also talk about kind of the next couple of weeks. Do you expect the offense to play better? If so, why? Um, and if so, why not? I will expect them to play more aggressively because I think Joe Brady is aware that the training wheels have been on this offense seemingly for a while. So we're the most turnover ridden quarterback in the league. We're going to tell him to be more aggressive. I think they do. Yeah. (laughs) I, yeah. You, you, it it seems bizarre. No, no, no. I told my girls today, one girl goes, I'm scared of getting kicked with the ball. We're playing soccer. (laughs) I said, I told her, I go, if you run in harder and closer, you won't get hit as hard with the ball. It sounds counterintuitive, but I think that the lesson is the same for this team. I am with Paul that that's what's going to happen. They're going to lean into what they do well, and that's play aggressive, what they yep. should be doing. Yep. Frank is, so, uh, so, so McDermott's going to tell Brady to be more aggressive. And no, he's, to take- he's not, but I, <laughs> yeah. I – but what does Brady have to lose by being like Brady is essentially playing with house money here, you know? Well, McDermott could fire him on the spot and say, I'm calling the offensive plays too. I mean, he could do yeah, that. Think, well, then, he, then McDermott has his own issues. And then, then, we, he, then we might all agree to get rid of him if he did that. Yes, yeah, I think there would be, so. yeah, that would be unanimous uh, in it's that fair. case. So, yeah. Go ahead, Scott. I'm, Paul, I'm sorry. I keep jumping in. No, it's all right. Just, just quickly, you know, um, 
Yeah, no, never mind. Go ahead, Frank. I was only going to piggyback on your point. I think that it's going to behoove McDermott to play more aggressively, at least at the beginning, because he's basically fired this guy for not getting enough out there. You know what I'm saying? So I think the story is now switching to like, yeah, that was Ken, and we really have to kind of – I feel like there was comments this week for McDermott that were sort of like, yeah, we've really got to kind of get guys more open and do this other stuff. And, the, and I, So, I, Scott, I think the only way to do that is to be a little more aggressive. You know, they're going to have to kind of run some different looks and maybe some more up-tempo. It's kind but, of – so. and I think McDermott's okay. job, I think he's just sort of painted himself into that corner now. Okay, so, so your theory of the case is then that – Sean McDermott has learned a lesson by firing his own offensive coordinator, knowing that it's his own fault and that he will, he will then change what has been done. So I guess why the two orders, why wouldn't he just tell Ken Dorsey, Ken, I don't know what I'm doing. Please you try and fix this. I think the theory for me is he has learned enough that he has to make it, he has to try something, right? I don't doubt that there's a chance that, like, as the games get bigger, that he'll start to turn back into Turtle McDermott, uh, Sean McTurtle, Tur- Sean Mc. I got there's something there, um, and he'll he'll uh, he'll he'll want to kind of control the ball a bit again. He'll kind of want to not play so loose, but I think yeah, initially they're going to try and throw some wrinkles at the Jets. And I think it's going to look. I think it's going to look more aggressive than than it has. I, I whether whether that's a a mirage or not. I, I I withhold my judgment. Okay. Well, I just think that you're both terribly wrong. Like <laughs> if you were ever going to turtle and run a crap conservative offense for one game, it would be this game against the Jets, who haven't stored a freaking touchdown in like three weeks, and and have you know the ghost of Zach Wilson at quarterback, and their run defense is actually worse than their pass defense. So it seems like this is the recipe. For James Cook getting the ball like Wisconsin nineteen ninety nine style like forty five times on Sunday and um, like that's that's what that's the McDermott gets to prove to people that he can win a game seventeen to fourteen except he's winning it against the you know the garbage time Jets who are playing for for BS but I don't know yeah I mean I part of me wants this I agree I I hope we do go that route or go the route that you guys are suggesting where we are more aggressive and take the reins off but it just seems like McDermott wasn't gonna if anyone. I mean, maybe uh, the other thing is we don't know what Dorsey, what role Dorsey was playing. We don't know if Dorsey was on McDermott's side of being like, we need to be more conservative. He's turning the ball more over more. Maybe that was what the dynamic was. Um, and and Joe Brady's going to be the guy arguing the other way. But it seems like, it just seems like, uh, I don't know. This is not about this year's offense anymore. Okay. <laughs> this is about whether you can save Josh Allen. Okay. Yeah. Josh Allen. When was Josh Allen his best? It's, I'm yeah. sorry. When was Josh Allen his best? It's when they're aggressive. It's when they're spread out wide. It's when he runs a little. I think James Cook is great. I think James Cook fits nicely as the running back on this team, but you need another slot receiver. And the, my issue with McDermott stems from he keeps telling Bean, get me another edge rusher. Get me another corner. Look how fucking deep this team is at corner and 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 linebacker. That like, not that you don't notice that these that, that all these people are gone, but there's still a functional fucking defense after a fifth of the of the salary cap is on the on the on the IR. What they've never done is said, "Go get me a real receiver." 
don't don't invest in Kyer Elam. Go get another guy who can catch the goddamn ball down the field. Give Allen the tools to succeed. Give Allen the opportunity. You have to lean into who he is. You can't make him something he's not. Kudos for trying, but he's not this guy. He shouldn't be this guy. They're not going to score points if they want him to be this guy. Paul? So... Yeah, I I'd agree here. I I get what you're saying, Scott, but it's not like the Jets are that much worse of a run defense and a pass defense. They're both pretty good at either. The things that the Bills have done on offense have not worked the last three times they've played the Jets, which is the entirety, which is every game where Ken Dorsey was an offensive coordinator against the Jets. The offense looked pretty pathetic. So yeah, you absolutely need to play. T- I get playing to another team's weaknesses, but the Jets Weakness is not so bad. You have to learn to play to your own strengths as well. And the strength of this offense is, you know, letting Josh Allen run it, you know, giving him, and I don't mean run the ball like down the field. I mean, run the offense. You know, he is the guy who's going to make a tick. That doesn't mean you keep James Cook out of it. You can certainly have screen passes, you know. Uh, you know what I think is great? The shotgun draw play. No, actually, I never want to see that again. Yeah. Yeah. If Joe Um, Brady fixed one thing, and it's don't just hand the ball off to James Cook and expect him to break things on a delay draw. That's if he fixes yeah. one thing, that would be great. Right. If that goes, that that'll make me very happy. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty much with Frank on this one. I, if they go down, I, if you're going to go down, go down swinging. Go down doing what yes. you do well. And if they beat you at your own game, then you tip your cap and you look for ways to improve. But I, I you know, people always say, "Oh, Bill Belichick makes you play left-handed." That's true to a degree, but if he needs to start a game, if he needs to start a game with Tom Brady throwing it 15 consecutive times because Tom Brady's really good at football, then that was the right decision. I think the yeah. Bills have to do the same thing. They 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 don't they don't change how they play. They come out and try and do the same thing every week, and I don't think you can do that anymore in the NFL. I think the defenses are too good. You have to if Denver is good here and here then you have to move to the other thing. That might've been the game where you should have run more, you know, because they're really bad at run defense. And I don't know. They still, they did the same fucking bullshit, you know, like, like you said, the, the out pattern and cover two and James Hardy, like, you know, he's on the field for three plays and he doesn't even run out the, the, the one that he threw that Allen throws the pick on. It's just, it's fucking lazy. There's a there's a lot of it's, problems on on the team. I think I think that's the thing. Like yes, the, the, there are many problems on this team, and I think I would say that like at minimum, yeah, the Dorsey firing, whether or not it was entirely merited, makes very clear to everyone that like none of this is guaranteed. Like the, if, if anyone had any doubts that this was real in professional football and that there's going to be consequences if this team doesn't make the playoffs, then like that that I think illuminates it for everyone. And you know maybe the kind of you know, if if there's anybody who's sensitive on the team and needs to be kind of like was was being coddled, I hope they're now now they're presumably getting a taste of the tough love that comes with, um, you know, your job is not secure. So I don't know. Um, all right, I don't have anything else. Do we want to call this a podcast? Uh, I want to say that Joe Burrow got hurt, and so did the Cleveland guy. And so does some guy in the Ravens. So maybe that works for us. Keep hope alive. Yep. That, you know, well, let me, let me, let me put the the counterfactual to you that I wish somebody would have asked Sean McDermott. If 
there are not 12 men on the field at the end of the game on the field goal unit and the Bills win, do you think Ken Dorsey is the offensive coordinator this week? And I think McDermott would lie to your face and say, no, he wouldn't be the offensive coordinator this week. And that it was a <laughs> function of blah, blah, blah. But, uh, oh, you're, you're right. Yeah, of course he would be the offensive coordinator. He would coordinator. be, right? I, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Because a week before, he, he they asked him and he said, no, there's like we haven't considered any of that. Um, so I, I just feel like, you know, one, that's one of the things I wish somebody would have put Sean on the spot for, um, instead of, instead of letting it slide. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to believe that this, this team is, you know, two stupid plays away from being seven wins and two stupid plays away from being three wins. So, you know, I think five and five is exactly right for how they've played. Mm -hmm. And it's remarkable that I have, I have no doubt that they could go out and win six games in a row yeah. to end the season. Like I, yeah. I, there's not a doubt in my mind that they could do that. And I could also go out and lose six games to end the season. Like that's a lot. Yeah. Also, I have no doubt that they're done. So it's just, we're just going to have to roll through it and see what happens. Yeah. I, it'll be interesting. I think that for me, this season is less about uh, making the playoffs or a Super Bowl run. It really is about how are they going to address things going forward? I need to see signs of life and I need to see signs of, somebody getting it because honestly um actually let me ask you this one too do you think that mcdermott is struggling with i think you touched on this scott do you think that um if there was a defensive coordinator a he would get pushed back on some things like calling three zero blitzes <laughs> in a row um and b do you think that some of the head coaching st- do you think some of the other parts of the team would be better managed if he wasn't doing double duty yeah i think so i think the i think the question is whether or not that would have been like that's the thing like it depends on who the other defensive coordinator is right right you know if it's if it's um i'm trying to think like if it's River about ron rivera yeah if it's you know, <laughs> If it's, you know, Bill Belichick circa 1991, then, you know, yeah, I'll take that deal. But we don't know who that other defensive coordinator is. And that's the problem with all of these things is that like, and the danger with firing coordinators midseason or firing head coaches at the end of the season is that there's no perfect coach out there who you're trying to get. It's just a question of what coaches flaws are you willing to accept? And the idea that you've built the team to manage around them, or you've built a team of coaches, a set of coaches that can all mitigate each other's flaws. And I just think that's the, that's the problem is, um, you know, I don't think Dorsey and McDermott worked well, obviously Dable and McDermott didn't work well on some level, but you could also say Dable was going to be going to a head coaching job regardless. And Probably. That, no, no one, but, no one, no one should have held that against him. Like that was, but Leslie Frazier also just was like, I'm not doing this again. Yeah, but Leslie like, Frazier's old. I'm not going to put too fine a point, but he's old. Okay, okay. Well, I to, to sum up, I what I'm looking for or what I would hope for is a offensive coordinator, but more importantly, the idea that they're going to invest in the offense, at least at the wide receiver position. Um, I'm very happy with his defense. He shut down the Dolphins, okay? Like, I get it. He's really good at it, and they've built a deep side of the ball over there. It's time to go for the offense, and I need him to have his hands off it. I understand that he gets to make fourth down decisions and that stuff. He needs to be able to look at that offense and Josh Allen and stop telling him, don't turn over the ball. You have to look at Josh Allen and say, if you turn over the ball, we will pick you up and you will get it right next time. I think that's what's missing. I think it's 
time to stop looking at them like they're dogs that have peed on the on the carpet and start looking at them as the reason we have this great defense is to give you better license to score points. That's how that's how I would do it. Okay, I, like that would be my philosophy. We are here to score points, and the defense is here to help make that possible. All right, Coach Latuka, ready to ready to sign up. He's ready to do it. Putting in his resume. Saying, I have a very impressive U nine girls soccer resume. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Paul, do you have any final parting thoughts? No, I think I'm largely I've I've said my piece on this, and I look forward to not watching tomorrow's game. <laughs> Yeah, as none of us will be available to do that. I will, so, be, I will be watching this game. I will live tweet it to you, gentlemen, as you go on thank with you. your yes. busy lives. As, <sighs> as the, the Bills lose another heartbreaker to the Jets. All right. Um, I don't know how we end this, so Frank, you have to end it. Yeah, no, I would like to thank Scott for taking full charge because I'm exhausted, and that was so great to just have you be like, I'm going to run it. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, but until next time, thank you so much for listening. My name is Frank. I'm Scott. I'm Paul. Go Lightning Lancers and go Bills.